What makes confession invalid? And ask Father Session with Father James Maudsley. So many changes have been introduced into Catholic practice and preaching. These cataclysmic changes have led many to doubt. We know that for validity, sacraments require proper matter and form. What are those in the case of the sacrament of penance? And what other factors impact the validity and efficacy of confession? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Welcome to another session of Ask Father, brought to you by the Fatima Center. My name is Father James Mortley. We have a question from Lilo in the Philippines. I would like to attend the Latin Mass, but it is very hard. In our Novosoro parish, we have very poor catechesis. Are my confessions at the Novosoro still valid? And how does one know? It's a good question for the bishops to think hard about that if you change anything in the practice of our rites, it always has knock-on effects. And in the devastation of many of the rites in the 60s and 70s, there are so many questions brought up in the minds of the faithful that it, it's the last thing you want to do pastorally is change things unnecessarily, as has been done. As to the question of validity, though, of confessions, if a priest is validly ordained, you can, in general, trust that the confessions will be valid. If you want to look into it more deeply, then we can look at the three parts of the matter and the form and the minister. The matter very much depends on you, the penitent, the form upon the priest who is absolving, and the minister, in a way, depends upon the bishops. So for the, uh, the matter, there are three conditions for a valid confession. That is contrition confession and satisfaction the contrition is that you're sorry for your sins and it's good to await this constantly through a daily examination of conscience and then immediately prior to the confession to take some time thinking about how you've offended god by your sins caused the crucifixion by your sins um, and that this is completely unnecessary offense against our lord and this will make you truly sorry but there's no need to make a, a drama in the confessional with tears, as some penitents do. The priest will assume that seeing as you've come to the sacrament, that is the sign that you're contrite. He would only doubt or ask questions if someone was making very light of it, for example, laughing or expressing that they didn't believe in the sacrament. And there's no need either to pretend a surprise at one's sins. We shouldn't be surprised that we sin. God can leave us for many, many years repeating the same sin, taking the same sin to confession for a long time. And that is to humble us, to convince us that we absolutely need his grace constantly and never to be complacent. And then for the confession, it is to articulate out loud for everyone who's capable of speaking, it, there are some cases where people are dumb. In that case, they would be able to write down their sins. But if you can speak, then you should say your mortal sins, so far as you know them, by the name, or that is the species of the sin, and the number of times it's happened since your last confession. And then venial sins, it's not essential to confess them, but it's a very good practice, and one does receive graces to help overcome them. 
and to fail to confess venial sins or to take them lightly is to risk sliding down and then to fall into mortal sin. If you realize after confession that there was a mortal sin that you haven't confessed, that it's come back to your mind, if you'd sincerely forgotten about it, then don't worry, but make sure at your next confession you mention that as well. It's only if someone deliberately withholds a mortal sin, then it will be invalid. And some people do this as a particular sin they don't want to mention and they can carry it for years. It means all their confessions are invalid until they name that sin too. Then the satisfaction is demonstrated in doing a penance for the confession. It's not essential, in fact, that the priest give you a penance. He really should. Sometimes priests forget or some have the practice of not doing it. This doesn't invalidate the confession. What you need is the spirit of penance and then give yourself a penance afterwards if the priest doesn't. Say uh, three Hail Marys or a decade of the rosary or something and it, you don't have to give an immense penance because of scruples and it's your willingness to do penance that's necessary for the sacrament then for the form of the sacrament the essential words are that the priest should say ego te absolvo or i absolve you and normally he would add i absolve you of your sins in the name of the father and the son and the holy ghost but it's really those three words says saint thomas which are essential he says i do this he shouldn't say God forgives you or Jesus forgives you. In fact, in the Orthodox Church, the Greek Orthodox will say, may God forgive you. And the Russians will say, I forgive and absolve. But really, it's coming through the priest as his minister, God's minister, which is why he can say, I absolve you. And Jesus said after his resurrection, he breathed his Holy Spirit on the apostles and said, receive the Holy Spirit whose sins you forgive are forgiven. So it's clear that a priest as a minister of Christ has the power to absolve of sins. You could say forgive, as the Russians do, with absolve, but it's better absolve, shows that this is by own authority and a power which comes from Christ. And he should say you, ego te absolvo. To add then from your sins, in a sense that is entailed by the word absolve, that's what absolve means, and to say in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, is suitable, says St. Thomas, because it shows the authority from where this comes and also the virtue of the cross, if that were mentioned, but it's not essential to the sacrament. Then for the uh, minister, he should be a ordained priest so that he has the power to absolve sins, and he should also have jurisdiction, faculties to do so, given by the local ordinary, or the bishops have jurisdiction for this, they can give faculties or not, and so, in fact, I'm a suspended priest. I don't have faculties to hear confession, so I can't hear valid confessions now unless someone were in danger of dying. Um, this is the hardest thing to, to give up as a suspended priest. I can continue to say the mask was that power is in the ordination. You don't need jurisdiction to do it. But for confessions, one should have jurisdiction. Or there are other arguments about the state of emergency of the church and these arguments are making more and more sense because priests aren't saying the right words of absolution or as you said in your question there's very poor catechesis so you have cases of priests who say to the penitent oh that's not a sin especially with masturbation you have a lot of priests who will say to someone don't confess that that's not a sin of course it's a sin it's a mortal sin people will go to hell if they're not 
don't have contrition for this. And this shows a complete ignorance of human nature to dismiss it. It's having the fearful consequences presented before our eyes that makes people fight for purity, a spiritual fight for purity. And for most people, they have to take that fight very seriously and know the serious consequences in order to beg for the grace to overcome. And God will always give that grace if we ask him. There's a case of a, I think a French or Belgian priest on his deathbed, literally dying. And he spoke about he and his community of priests, how many boys they'd sexually abused. He said to abuse little girls is disgusting, but to abuse little boys is just fun and normal. And you think if priests are in such a monstrous condition as this, then of course, people will be in doubt about the validity of the confessions if the priest doesn't even understand sin. And it's true that if he says, ego te absolvo, or in whichever language I absolve you, then it will be valid. But the poor catechesis everywhere, or priests, for example, who they chat with people before and after confession, they ask your name or where you're from. That's completely inappropriate. The default of a confession should be that it's anonymous and some places don't even give you this option because there'll be not a traditional confessional but a room this is where priests started grooming people they would want the young men looking them in the eye and so if those young men are confessing certain sins against purity the priests know they have a target there for grooming it is much more appropriate for both the priest and the penitent that it's anonymous and that you don't see each other's faces for a normal priest, heterosexual priest, if women are confessing certain sins, you don't want to see them. And it's, it's more comfortable for both sides that it should be separated by a screen. Uh, to go back to the validity, though, you can trust that validly ordained priests, if they will say, ego te absolvo, I absolve your sins, then you have a valid confession. If you don't it's not essential that you hear him say that. He should say it clearly for two reasons. One is because of the worthiness of a sacrament. It's not fitting to mumble, Hocus Corpus Meum, this is my body. It's not fitting to mumble, I baptize thee in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is an amazing thing that's happening, a sacrament, which Jesus Christ instituted. And therefore, he should take care to pronounce these words clearly and distinctly. And also out of charity for the penitent so that they can hear it. If you're in serious doubt whether the priest has omitted them altogether or said something wrong, you can ask him to repeat them. If you have some uneasiness about this, then I would just recommend you don't go back to him in the future. Uh, recently, I went to confession with a priest and he said, I'll absolve you of your sins. And he'd run the first two words together. It was just his accent. And it's a bit embarrassing, but I asked him, Father, could you say clearly, I absolve you? Um we had to take another two or three attempts, but he did it. And it is embarrassing to ask. But for every person who does ask a priest to say that, the priest might be a little bit annoyed at that time, but he'll reflect on it and realize it's a fair request. And that will help an enormous number of future penitents who go to him to confession. So thank you, Lilo, for your question. And we invite others to send their questions into the Fatima Center. And please also consider making a donation to the Fatima Center so that they can continue their mission of promoting the full message of Fatima. May God bless you. Mm-hmm.
This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. Please include the Fatima Center among those apostolates to whom you send a portion of your monthly tithe. Regular monthly donations are vital for our continuing operation. To support Our Lady's Apostolate or to send Father a question, please visit our website www.fatima.org or call 1-800-263-8160 By the intercession of Our Lady's Immaculate Heart, may this Ask Father answer help you to know, love, and serve God better. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us.